0: You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you stories that remind us who God is and who we are in Him. The Collected Podcast is a production of Collected Ministries, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping disciples of Jesus discover and live from their true identity in Christ, recognize and walk in their divine purpose within the kingdom of God, and experience growth in their capacity for mature, healthy relationships. Follow Collected on social media at Collected Ministries, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and additional content related to today's episode.
1: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 16 of The Collected Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Biondo, and this week I'm so excited to bring you my conversation with Megan Tibbetts. Megan is a musician, she writes songs, she sings, she plays the harp, and she just has the most beautiful um, voice and spirit, so I'm excited to have Megan on the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Jess. It's yes. an honor to be here. I'm so excited, and... Um, we actually went to college together, too, which is how we got connected. Um, and then we ran into each other at a show you were doing in Charlotte recently. So yes. we'll get to that um, in the interview, I'm sure. But to get started, I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your background, how you came to know the Lord, and then how you ended up in the music industry. Yes.
2: So I grew up in Michigan, where we knew each other from. and. I uh, grew up in a very musical family, so much so that my my mom was a teacher, my dad was a banker, they quit their jobs, we went, we bought a motorhome, and we went on the road as a family band. So I grew up in a family band, so music was all around me from the moment I was born. And uh, We would travel around mostly in the Midwest, and, um, you know, I thought it was fun. The, that's the only kind of life I knew. So it, um, it was really, it was really fun and beautiful. And my family, my aunt, uncle, mom, dad, sister, and I in a motorhome and packed up a bunch of crazy instruments and, and went on the road. And, um, and so music has always been a part of my life. And also, uh, we would go, we would sing at churches and conferences and, um, and so I grew up in a Christian family, and this was our full time ministry. So, uh, so I grew up around Jesus and and knowing Him. Um, when I was when I was four, my sister asked me if I wanted to accept Jesus. I said yes. She said, "Okay." We were in the nursery. She was <laughs> young at the time, too. She said, "Well, then jump off the counter, and the angels will catch you." So, I I. I was a Christian at four, <laughs> but I really came to know and trust the Lord for myself later in life. Um, I remember having a relationship with Jesus when I was in middle school, um, but it didn't really grow to be totally my own until, until college, where I needed to decide if I was all in with mm-hmm. Jesus and, um, and went through some stuff uh, with the Lord and uh came to to decide for myself that I did it was hard to trust him but I wanted to mm-hmm. so I decided yeah in college I was all in
1: yeah you know yeah. I meet a lot of people and interview a lot of people who did grow up in the church and there comes that turning point where they had to you know decide for themselves if mm-hmm. this is the life they want the faith they want do they really believe this Right. And what would you say to somebody who's on that fence? Like it's what they were raised with. It's just all they've known, but maybe they're at that point where it's like is is this real? Is this true? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great question.
2: I have found um in my adult life which I wish I knew earlier that God speaks to his people. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought he just spoke in the Bible, and he he does speak through his word. That is the main way he will speak to us, but he also we have a per, we have access to a personal relationship with Jesus, and so to to seek him in a way, even if it's the lash the last go of it, the last shot he wants a personal relationship with us and so i would en- encourage all of us to seek him as though that is the case that it that it is personal that yes we want to hear from him through his word and but he wants to talk to us with his rhema word the breath of god also the holy spirit and so i would say ask ask him yeah. and and seek seek him for, for not just for some big, vast religious thing that we've heard about or learned about, but but really as a friend.
1: Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. And, you know, that's for anybody who, you know, even if you didn't grow up in the church with that background I mentioned, like, that's for all of us. Like, just continue to dig into who he is and his character. Um, so as you got into college and decided to pursue music, um, as a career what happened next yeah so I tried to stay away from music I didn't want to everyone
2: thought oh Megan's gonna go to school and be a music teacher like her mom and her aunt and her other aunt and five other aunts and uncles <laughs> and so I thought no I'm gonna surprise everybody I try to I tried to major in journalism. I tried to major in English. I tried to major in anything else, and <laughs> yet I always came back to to music. And so I got my degree in music education. And um, yeah, I tried to stay away, but it it kept calling me back. And the Lord needed me to be in it. It's funny because now, as a, a artist or a music professional, I've sometimes I think, wow, well. I never actually used my degree. I didn't teach in a classroom like I thought I was going to be. That was what my degree was towards in music education. And and yet it's so sweet of the Lord because I look at the some of the things that I'm doing now and I think, oh my goodness, I never have done this specific thing that I'm doing now. Or I, I used to do school assemblies and need the attention of the whole school in this gym. And I... Have classes in education, and so God was just really creative in the way that He used what I so what what I had sowed finance and time into, and it just looked really different than I thought. And I feel like that's kind of God's mo. It's it's making beautiful things out of things we didn't realize could be beautiful, and and doing them in a totally different way than we planned. <laughs>
1: Yes, and I think someone out there needs that specific word right now. Like, things don't look how you planned. Things may feel hard right now, but God can use every bit of this. Yes. And this might be the training ground for something down the road that you would never expect. Absolutely. Yes, I think God,
2: He just knows us better than we know ourselves. So. Yeah. And I want my plans to go this way and that way. And I have these beautiful plans and I'm struggling with the Lord through this right now. I have, I have things that I've been asking Him for and things that I am um, have been praying about and believing for and not seeing come to pass. Um, and yet I know from the life that I've lived, when I look back, the way that He makes things come to pass is so much more beautiful and catered and tailor-made mm-hmm. for me, his daughter, because he knew if I would have got, gotten the thing I was praying for the way that I wanted to get it, it might have crushed me. Yeah. And so wow. I just, I'm so thankful, though it is very discouraging and annoying <laughs> to not happen the way that I want it to happen. I am so thankful that... that To know and love a personal God who would tailor make my life story Mm. for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're saying you moved out to LA and you didn't immediately get a recording contract? Oh oh my gosh, weird. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) No, I am
2: 10 years into this thing. And I am, you know, finding success and, and fulfillment in the music industry, but it's it's not what maybe I had dreamed about when i when I first well when I first moved out here, I didn't have this dream. Yeah. so God even put the dream on my heart, so I'm like, God, you put this dream on my heart. like, what's up? where what's, what's going on? Yeah, um, but I've seen the way he has molded my character. Mm. That is what I have seen him do as as my plans and dreams have not come to pass exactly how. I planned, He also has had things I've never dreamed of happen, beautiful, fulfilling things that are better for me. And the stories and the way they come to pass are just better for me. And yeah, I'm just thankful for a God like that.
1: That's amazing. So what surprising doors has God opened for you as you've just given Him your next yes?
2: Yes. Oh my goodness. Wow so many. Um, I remember being in the break room when I was working at this fireman's credit union as a as an assistant. Um, I was eating my little sandwich from a Ziploc bag, reading this book called Love Does by Bob Goff and thinking, oh my goodness, I want to live a life th- full of this much adventure and purpose. And um, just really, it it helped shape who, who I wanted to be moving forward. And, um, and then I ended up meeting Bob Goff, uh, the author of that book. At uh, He came to speak at my church, and then we became friends. And then he he actually he found out I played the harp um, because I had just been on. No, I hadn't been on the show yet. But um, he found out I played the harp because I had one video out with me <laughs> playing the harp. And uh what other people did not know is that was the only song I knew how to play on the harp. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I had just and then I went on this TV show, um, which was a surprise from God, and uh, and so they were like, This upcoming harpist. I like, yo, I know one song, please. <laughs> what do I do? And so um, but then Bob asks me to play harp for this event he was putting on. And I thought to myself, well, I'm gonna have to learn some songs on the harp. <laughs> so I did, and Bob and I have remained friends for probably eight years now. And I have God has blown me away that that this little Megan in the break room with big dreams of living an adventurous life and now I He's my family. We went on tour together. Him, his wife Maria, my friend Taylor, and and my friend Jay and I. We jumped on a bus and went on tour together. And I played music, and they spoke, and did their comedy, and and uh, it was. So that was that was a huge surprise that someone that meant that had such an impact on my life would now be considered family. Yes, so that's, that's a amazing, beautiful surprise from the Lord. Oh my goodness, when. Uh, years ago, years ago, I did this cover of a Jennifer Lopez song, "Love Don't Cost a Thing," uh, just me and my guitar on my roommate's bed. It wasn't even my room, and uh, um, and then years later, so this was now 2020 or so, um, I get a call and the person um, on the on the call, her name's Kim. She's my friend now, and she was like, "Hey, this isn't fake." Jennifer Lopez saw your video and she wants you to arrange her new song for her to sing uh, on the AMAs. What? And I, <laughs> oh, yeah. So what do you, what do you say to that? I'm glad she said it isn't fake because I was that, hey, scammer, boop, <laughs> like this up, hang up, yeah. right? Um, but no, and Kim and I have become good friends and I've done some other I arran- I got to arrange um JLo's performance for the inauguration um of wow. uh, This Land Is Your Land and it's it's just been a crazy ride. Things that I never thought anyone saw that video. And then J Lo herself. So the favor of God shows up in really beautiful places and and I think the favor of God is actually it's something that I'm thinking about even now as I speak because I think God uses his favor to direct us sometimes mm. that we can go sometimes if we don't know where to go, what to do next, what to focus on if you have a a bunch of dreams, like I have a lot of dreams. I want to act, I want to learn to dance, I want to <laughs> I have all of these dreams, but sometimes I think um God's favor is almost like a breadcrumb trail of of where we can where we can go next? Where do we see His favor in our lives? And what I mean by favor is just His His yes, mm-hmm. His hand saying yes. And um, and yes, we keep knocking and asking for the things we don't see come to pass. But I think His favor is a beautiful place to start. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's so good. What have you learned about His character throughout your life? <sighs> wow. Yes. God has really surprised
2: me in who he has shown himself to be. I grew up in, you know, small town, um, small town. And I, I, I learned things about God that were true. And I also learned things about God that I needed to dig deeper into and I didn't realize it. So I kind of thought, I had a personal relationship with Jesus, but I also thought he was, God was a little bit scary. Mm. I felt like, almost like ready with the whip. Like, <laughs> if I'm watching you, Megan, like, oh, you're thinking about that thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. And just kind of an angry old man. <laughs> God yeah. um, is what I maybe thought. And it was, and we want to have a fear of God, but we don't want to be afraid of God. And I think I was. I had some trust issues with God. Um, I had this fear that actually this is um, how I came to know the Lord for myself in college because I had this this fear that He would um, take away what I loved in order mm. for him to be able to be first in my life. And, yeah, um, and it, and it made me in college think, well, I don't want that. I don't want to, yeah. I get to choose this thing. Like, am I going to love this person and this God? And, um, and if he just, if I, if he's someone that takes from me, I don't, I don't know about this. And then I came to, know his character more and he kept surprising me with his grace yeah. that he actually wasn't this lightning rod ready to strike me he actually loves me more than i could possibly imagine being loved mm-hmm. um even by the people that loved me the most in this world he his love was even more perfect than that yeah. and in fact he's not a taker he actually gave everything in order to love me. And yeah. so discovering for myself that he's not a taker, that if there is something but that he's withholding from me, the Bible says he withholds no good thing. So as I'm waiting for my dreams to come to pass and um, if he's withholding that thing, he knows me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've come to believe that it's not good for me yet if he is withholding it. And so, yeah, I just discovered, I thought that God was a taker. And then as my journey has progressed, he has shown himself to be just a giver.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, I've asked that question on so many episodes now, and no one has articulated it like that. Mm. And that is so beautiful. And I think it's such a universal struggle that people have of thinking if i say yes to god then i'm going to have to move across the world and leave my family and friends and but that's not the heart of the father Nope. oh nope. that is and that what is powerful with that
2: that's it an exact fear that i had yeah. i thought i thought that exact thing that you just articulated and i think that goes to show maybe a lot of us do and what i've come to find is the things that i used to be afraid god would ask me to do i i want to do some of them now yeah. like i would love to go to africa and play music for for yeah. little kids like I, and moving across i don't know god yeah. has this way of if he's going to if he's going to lead us somewhere he can also lead our heart there. So He's not someone to be afraid of. But yes, I've had that exact fear. That's so funny.
1: Yes, yes. I've heard that a lot from people. I'm like, yeah, I think we've all thought that at some point. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Oh, So what is God doing now? What What is on your docket now? The tour with Bob Goff has Mm -hmm. ended. Um And that's where we, you know, I said in the beginning in your introduction that we ran into each other at a show, and it was at the Bob Goff show. Yes. Um, So what is on your plate now? Wow. Yes. Right
2: now— I am. I have completed my EP, so I'm ready to release it. So I'm going to be releasing a couple songs and then the EP. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. I'm really excited to get it out. It's not an easy process for, I would say, an artist, but I'll speak for myself. It hasn't been an easy process. There's been a lot of resistance um, in releasing this. Um, So Hmm. I'm excited to get it out. I'm excited about the songs that are in it. Um, It's actually my first Christian project because it took me a while to say yes to God about that because (laughs) two things that I asked him not to make me do were (laughs) I wanted to do uh, mainstream music. You know, I wanted to love Jesus and write love songs and, you know, be in mainstream and radio and I felt the lord asking me to I asked him not to make me do christian music because <laughs> I didn't relate to it a lot and I had stru- struggled to find christian music that I liked and and so I asked him not to make me do christian music and I asked him not to make me work in a church and my friends here we are doing both <laughs> but again he oh, had wow. changed my heart he this is all I want to be doing I want to make music that glorifies his name and leads people out of fear and into their purpose yeah. and so he he knew he knows he knows what's best for me so I'm excited to release this, this is the first Christian project that I'll be releasing and um, so that's that's what's on the docket and what he's what he's teaching me right now is is how and actually I'm about to go give a talk on this so Lord <laughs> it's hard to talk about things that don't have a bow bow tied at the end, like yeah. I got through it and now this is what I know. Because I'm learning how to trust him in the not yet. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to have faith when I'm waiting. Yeah. And when I don't see what he's doing, and when it gets discouraging, and when it feels like the people around me are all getting the things that I prayed for. And um so so I'm coming out with music but also he i've come to find he cares way more about our um about our character and our identity than our success even yeah. or what we would define as success yeah and so um he's working on my trusting him
1: in the not yet so what do you, what word of encouragement or challenge do you have for someone who is like that is me I'm in the not yet. I feel stuck. I feel you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. I think
2: one thing right now is sometimes when when I feel stuck, I it's because I'm not moving. Mm -hmm. And God is always leading us forward. So we're not stuck. We're not ever stuck and I'm preaching to myself right now because I said this word the other day that I felt stuck, but there is always a step forward to take with the Lord, with laying something down, with moving something forward, with making a decision. Even if you don't know exactly what God's saying, if we're seeking Him, He's going to have our back. Mm. He's going to have our back. So, yeah. so you can take the next step forward. And I yeah. think... I think we know even what an option of that would be. And it doesn't always have to be the exact right choice. Yeah, seek counsel and absolutely seek the Lord and listen to wise voices that are around you in your community um, that you trust. But I don't think that we're ever stuck. Mm. Um, But in times of discouragement, for people who are feeling discouraged... I am with you. (laughs) And God is working behind the scenes. He knows what we need better than we do. I'm trying to think of things that will encourage me, so I can encourage you. (laughs) And he has a plan. And I think where I get stuck sometimes is I'm a really hard worker. I'm a getter done. I'm a... Let's do, 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 do. And so what I'm struggling to find is, is the trust piece. How mm-hmm. much do I do and how much do I let God do? Yeah. Because we got to be faithful with what's in our hand
1: mm-hmm.
2: and give, you know, God something to bless. Honestly, yeah. if we sit on our butts and wait for him to move, sometimes he will. And it's depending on what what season we're in, but We also, we can make moves and and give God something to bless. And so um, I feel like I'm on a random train of thought, but God knows what we need better than we do. And he actually cares about our character and who we're becoming as we're going forward. And and he withholds no good thing for those who walk uprightly and seek him. And so if he has withheld something, I got to trust and I got to believe that it's not good yet. Yeah. Not that not that it won't be, but he's working on our character to build it up, to be strong enough to hold the weight of the beauty, beautiful things that he has coming for us.
1: Mm. And I love the distinction you made between not yet and stuck. Like just mm. because you have a not yet or you're in a season of waiting, that is not, that's not stuck. Yes. That's that's still the Lord working in you and doing something in you and getting you to a new place. It's not stagnant. Right. It can can be stagnant if, you know, and then you have to do something about that. But I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, yes. As you were saying that, it was like like (laughs) connections just clicking of like, okay, Lord, because that's how I have felt lately too is just Mm. very, a lot of not yet, not yet. Yeah and it's easy to call it stuck and yet if i look back over the past year and a half where i have felt quote unquote stuck mm-hmm. i haven't been yes i've had closed doors i've had not yet yes. but i've grown so much with the lord and i've grown in relationships and you know i've learned new things about him and about myself even yes. though i haven't moved forward in the areas i want to <laughs> exactly that yeah exactly what you're saying and
2: as you were as you were talking about that i was thinking of well when a baby is is in their mom's tummy, being developing, it could look like well, nothing's happening in there. Yeah, and yet that's where the most essential things are. Actually, the things that are happening when oh, yeah. the mom could think, well, nothing's going on. If we didn't know about babies and science, yeah. we would think, wow. That something's stuck. Like yeah. we're stuck, but actually the development that's happening in the unseen realm is yes. everything.
1: Oh, that is a powerful analogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that God. is good. That is good. Wow. Um, oh, we're almost out of time. <laughs> so as we kind of wrap up, I just I have to tell the listeners too. We've recorded this episode once before, um, and due to some user error on my part and some technology mishaps, I don't really know what happened, but we lost the whole episode, and I felt so crushed and discouraged and just mm. like, I I don't know, I was so discouraged by it in a way that was almost irrational. Like mm. It's like, we can record it. It's no Mm -hmm. big deal. like, Mm -hmm. But the way it weighed on me, and then I had to get to the point of being like, okay, Lord, losing that episode can be used for your glory. Yes. You know, and now I hear the conversation we've had now, and it's like we went to totally new places. Yeah. And had a whole different conversation. And I see that as even the Lord's goodness of like, yeah, that other conversation was great. Yes. But this one is the one we also needed to have. Yes. And, you know, sometimes when we lose something, the weight of that loss does feel so heavy. But as mm. you move forward, sometimes we have to lose things in order mm. to discover something new yes. and even better that God had.
2: Ooh, that's a good word, Jess. So,
0: yes. so there it is. Yes, there it someone is.
2: must have needed to hear something
1: like yeah. this today. Yeah. So this is for y'all. This is for yes. y'all. Yes. Um, so my last question for you is, what do you want to leave us with today? What did we miss? What is mm. some, What is a final thought you have?
2: Yes. If there's something that I know that the Lord has called me to remind His people, His sons and daughters, it is that we are not what we do. God has placed his spirit inside of us to be the gift. So, you know, we we think, well, I want to do this career path or I want to be this or that. So then that will be, you know, we don't plan for it to be our identity, but it kind of yeah. co- becomes it. But I, but those are actually just the vehicles. He just wants you to get to those business people. He just wants you to get to the music industry. It's not, you're not called to to the vehicle. You're called to to you. You mm. are the gift. You are the light. You are the presence of God um, that is called to these spaces. And the thing that gets you there is just the vehicle. So I want to encourage you, you are not what you do. You are when you walk into a room that is your calling to be who you've been created to be in that space that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been a journey that I've gone on to a hard journey to discover as music became such an identity piece for me. And just letting letting that go and allowing myself to understand that God has called me to a place because it's me, not because I can sing, not because this or that. That's a vehicle that got me to this space. But you are the gift. You are the mm-hmm. light. You are it.
1: Oh, that is so good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Megan, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, And Jess. where can people find you and hear your music? Yes. Um, so
2: I'm on all platforms. I've released a couple singles from this EP, and it's coming on. Uh, the rest of it's coming soon, yes. so stay tuned. Uh, uh, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, all the places. Um, and then Instagram, at Megan Tibbetts, is where I – let everybody know what's what's going on. And um, and my TikTok is, is happening too. So yes. they're both at Megan Tibbetts. Um, awesome. Yes.
1: And I will link to all of those. And listeners, you have to go follow her because she plays these harp songs and it's just worship music. And it is the most beautiful thing you will hear in your whole day. Mm-hmm. And in the last episode, I think I described it. It's like a glimpse of heaven. Just this Aww. like it it's just full of peace and I don't know the spirit is in your music, and mm-hmm. I just I feel it every time I listen to you. so thank you. Thank you,
2: Jess. wow. thank that you means for being who
1: you're created to be.
2: yes, and thank you for having me. and just to shout you out, you guys, Jess has been you can hear the light in her voice, I know as she is speaking and as you're following this podcast, but she has always been this light. In college, she was just the joy of the campus and just full of the Holy Spirit's light within her. So Jess, I want to thank you for your joy and for allowing the Lord and the Holy Spirit to move in your life the way you have, to let Him bring you here, to be able to use that light and joy to give it out to these people, to these listeners, to these um, people that God has uh, handpicked to be in the blast of your love and the blast of your influence. And so um, you guys are lucky to have her. She's amazing. (laughs) So I just want to thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to work so beautifully in your life to lead you here.
1: Thank you. Now I have to wrap it up because I have to go cry. (laughs) (laughs) That was so sweet. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Megan, for being on the show. Yes, thanks um, for having me. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. What an amazing conversation with Megan. I love how God has been bringing people from my past and from all these different circles of my life to mind of like, yes, I need to have them on the show. Like anytime I start to fear I'm gonna run out of ideas of people to talk to, I feel like God is just so good to drop them in my path or in my mind. Um, and I'm just so grateful for his provision in that way. And like I said in that episode, you know, when we lost that um, the last recording, you know, we did this twice. The level of like grief I felt about that, I I wondering if it was some sort of attack. Because I just, like, I couldn't sleep at all. I tried everything to get it back. And I just felt such so, like I was such a failure. Like, I had failed Megan. I had failed you all. I had failed the Lord. Because we had had this incredible conversation. Like, when I stopped recording, I was, just, I was like, Lord, that's maybe the best interview I've ever done. Like, you know, in my mind, I just thought it was so great. And then to lose it all, I felt like such a failure. And that's not a, uh, that's not something I struggle with very often for whatever reason. That's just not kind of my go-to struggle. Um, and so working through that and I realized that I had started to wrap up my identity, you know, like Megan was talking about in this podcast and being a good host and being on top of things and getting things scheduled and keeping on top of emails and being a good communicator and just like, You know, the list goes on of, I think maybe I'd had some pride. I had had some, I don't know, I I was putting too much stock in that. And then so to make a mistake and lose an episode felt so devastating. And that really made me have to check how much value I was putting in my performance here and make sure that it's just about bringing glory to God. We're just having conversations where we get to talk about how awesome God is And if I miss a week or if something goes wrong, like, it it doesn't matter. God can still use it all. And I really had to, I don't know, do some introspection about why was I so affected by this? Um, And I think, you know, as I'm even processing through it now, I think that's for somebody out there too of, you know, when things happen to us— and they impact us in such a, a, like, a strong way, like that, where you just feel this failure, and you feel like you've lost your self worth over something. Maybe it's big, but maybe it's small. You know, like this. Um, I think those are times where we can really sit in that and ask the Lord, like, God, why? Why am I reacting this way? Why am I so, so overwhelmed by this? failure or this, you know, whatever it may be in your life. So I don't know. I encourage you not to run from those emotions, but instead use them as kind of, you know, checkpoints to see, you know, where do you need to grow in your walk with the Lord? What aren't you believing about His character? Because in that moment, I was believing that He was not good to provide another conversation or that He wouldn't sustain us with the words, you know, give us the words again, that the Holy Spirit wouldn't show up again, that that I wouldn't know what to say, you know, to Megan again a second time, you know, just all these lies. Um, and it's easy to get caught up in those, but I think those can be valuable for revealing us some things that God's trying to do in our hearts. And not that it'll be a simple one and done process, uh, but I think those can be really valuable tools if we if we choose to kind of dig into them a little bit. Um, So, I hope that makes sense. On a very different note, I'm now on summer vacation. Uh, My school year is over. So, this summer, I hope to do a lot more exciting things, Um, some giveaways I have planned on our Instagram page. So, if you don't follow us, please check us out at Collected Ministries. Um, And I want to do some more things um, with merch and our website, and I just have some ideas of things I'd like to do. I'm also going to be speaking on a couple other podcasts. So I'll share those on our page, you know, as those episodes come out and just, you know, trying to push myself to share my story more on other platforms and um, let people know what we're doing over here at Collected. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you'd help spread the word. Check back here for new episodes dropping every other Thursday. You can follow along on social media at Collected Ministries. You can also find Jess at JessBiondo. If you would like to support Collected by making a tax-deductible contribution, please visit CollectedMinistries.org donate. Collective proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to support and prevent unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. The Collected podcast is produced by Jess Biondo and edited by Jacob Early. Music is by Asaf Elan.